Hey, I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And uh, tonight on a Saturday night, I wanted to cover a few things that I saw in the media that I think will be worth discussing. Number one is this whole thing with Donald Trump and the amount of money that it cost him to dominate the election in South Carolina. I was really blown away by that. Number two, there is a big IPO with a company called Reddit. I'm going to give you guys my assessment on whether or not I would actually make this investment in this IPO. And then also there's some... A couple other little things happening that I just saw, like Google has this new AI thing called Gemini that just really made such a tragic mistake that I think it's going to really mess up Google's opportunity to really take a lead in the AI race. So we're going to talk about all this. So do me a favor. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me everybody give me a quick yes let me know you can hear me okay hit that thumbs up button we're going to get started on drboystv.com right now here we are clan the isms cataclysm great our people out here struggling trying to make it in this state everybody out here doing it but we the ones who late now family we the ones who gotta delegate get that money in the power never be fake stick to coach sign for three what did he say Create jobs, support our own, educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten, three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is blissful, we can turn into intelligence. Please none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I want to say hello to everybody. Shout out the city you're from. Let me know what city you're from. Also, I see Wavy McFly and uh, Sharon and Letitia. And are, am I still in oil stocks? Asked Wavy McFly. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I talk about investing, when I give you guys a stock that I like, I'm usually talking about something in the three to five year range. I'm not talking about fly by night, overnight, quick hits hit it and quit it type situations. Uh, investing should be something that's really done more long-term, at least three to five years, really more like five to 10 years. So don't ever get caught up in this quick gambling culture that's out here. That's not going to be good for you. That's not healthy for you. So anyway, uh, I want to ask everybody, how many of you saw some of the stuff that's been going on in the media? Uh, did anybody see this chaos with Google Gemini? How many of y'all saw that? Google released this new AI software that's supposed to compete with uh, OpenAI and everything else. And it's called Gemini. And they did some really weird stuff. They uh, literally, I, I think they took the political correctness machine a little bit too far. So they started changing history. They started, they're, they're worse than the damn Republicans. Worse than the Republicans. <laughs> the Republicans are trying to erase history and the liberals are trying to change it. So if you went into uh, Google Gemini and you search for things like the founding fathers, they got a brother sitting at the table. Now give me a yes or no. Give me a yes or no. Were there any black people that signed the constitution? Does anybody... When we do our poweronomics training every Wednesday night, has anybody ever mentioned uh, Dr. Claude Anderson writing in any of his books that there was a black person sitting at the table with the founding fathers signing the Constitution? Uh, what do y'all think? What do y'all think? Anyway, if you want to join the poweronomics training every week, by the way, it's totally free. It's from the Black Business School. And uh, you can text the word greatness to 87948. Text greatness to 87948. And I'll let you guys in for free. No, there were no founding fathers there. What else? Uh, they, it, other things. Like if you search for... A, a German soldier in 1943, because I guess you can't say the Nazi word, uh, they literally put they, they had images of like a Japanese woman as an as a soldier in Germany in 1943. 
I don't think they, that the, the Nazis had any Japanese female soldiers <laughs> in, in their in their battalions. This is another image down there, another founding father's image. They got a black woman sitting there signing the Declaration of Independence. They got an Indian woman as the pope. Uh, uh, we I don't think we, we, we haven't had a black pope, but if you search for the pope, I guess they have an Indian woman and a black and a black man. Uh, and uh, and these are just I mean, some of these images were just crazy. I, you know, the black George Washington, which is hilarious. So so it looks to me like somebody up in there, somebody got up in the Kool-Aid and really got a little bit delusional with it. And it just reminds me of some of these other delusional policies I see. Like, it's first of all, I think it's delusional when the Republicans start talking about slavery as if they were like these immigrant workers, <laughs> you know, who benefited from the job, right? That's the nonsense the Republicans want to push. That's why you got to educate your own kids. In the Black Business School, we believe Black people should educate our own children, create our own jobs, and support Black-owned businesses. But then the, the liberals are a little bit weird because they get delusional when it comes to social engineering. The liberals, they want to make you, they want to rewrite history. They want to rewrite reality. Like they want to have you take somebody named Sally and tell you to call her Sam and pretend like Sally was always a Sam or that Sam was always a Sally when we know the difference between a Sally and a Sam, if you know what I mean. I'm not judging, but some of this stuff is just a little bit weird. And let me just tell you this, just from a business standpoint, this is a major black eye for Google. This is a major black eye for Google because Google's been trying really hard to catch up with Sam Altman and OpenAI. Sam Altman kicked Google in its ass when they released OpenAI, uh, the way that or ChatGPT just sort of threw it out on them and they kind of conquered the world. So Google tried to hurry up and catch up with Bard. So they started showing uh, the, their first big uh, snafu, if you will, was when they released a, an exhibition or a demo of their new uh, AI software. And it was so bad that literally that went viral, that that, that all the, the images and the videos were doctored. At first, they got a good result. At first, everybody was like, oh, my God, Google did it again. Woo. And then it turned out that a lot of it was doctored, that it wasn't. These were not authentic images. So they it got so bad, they literally rebranded. Therefore, if I'm not mistaken, again, I'm not 100 percent on top of every single piece of this AI conversation. But I think it was so bad they rebranded Bard to go to Gemini. You follow me? Let me know if you're following what I'm saying here. So I think they rebranded and said, we're not going to call it Bard anymore. Let's call it Gemini because that'll give us a fresh start. So then they put out Gemini and then you get like a black George Washington. Now, again, I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate the idea of, uh, of more black presidents. Maybe one day we'll have a, 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 a president that's 100 percent black. Uh, but Lord Jesus, man, come on. I mean, and this is really bad because, you know, you really don't want to feel like your AI is going to start lying to you, becoming delusional, making things up. And this is a big problem, but AI is not going away, y'all. I just want to make this 100% clear. Tyler Perry just uh, was, was bold enough to tell the public that he was going to stop building on his $800 million studio because AI was so strong. He was so impressed with the AI that literally... He, he just said, you know what? A lot of people are going to lose jobs. Thousands of people are going to lose their jobs. So you really want to stay on top of AI and make sure that you know what's going on. Now, do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And uh, if you're interested in AI, uh, you know, one thing we do in the Black Business School is we educate the entire family. You don't, they don't do this at any other institution that I know of. And, uh, and so we have lots of resources that can help you. If you text the word stock to 87948, I will send you a list of AI stocks that I've invested in that I believe are going to make money with AI. AI is going to grow. It's not slowing down. And uh, so text the word stock 
to 87948, and I'll send that to you. Also, I want to do, really quickly mention uh, my good brother, Dr. Q, who's an extraordinary dentist out of St. Louis. Uh, Dr. Q runs Dr. Q's Fresh Breath Club, and he sent a little message. I'm going to read this to you. I hope that's okay. He says, this Black History Month, let's breathe new life into our support for Black-owned businesses. Uh, I'm excited to introduce to you Dr. Q's Fresh Breath Club, our featured business to support this month. Dr. Q's revolutionizing oral health and innovative products designed to keep your breath fresh, your smile bright, and your dental health top notch. Supporting Dr. Q's means investing in our community's health and economic empowerment. So join me in championing the, this future one smile at a time. So you can go to drqsfreshbreathclub.com. Dr. Q is a good brother. I've had him on this platform. And the other thing about Dr. Q that I really like is that he's 100% pro-black. He's 100% B1. He's been to all the all-black national conventions, and the next convention is going to be in uh, in Chicago in a suburb called Lombard. So if you want to come out, just go to allblacknationalconvention.com. All right, so so let's see here. Uh, I'm going to look at some of your questions. I see the more you know says, why not highlight NOI Savior's Day? They're about teaching the black community at a high level. But let me just say this. I am super cool with Farrakhan. I am super down with the Nation of Islam. Brother Nuri Muhammad is my boy. And let me just say this. Thank you for bringing this up. The more you know, yes, I went to Savior's Day a couple years ago. I love Savior's Day. I love Farrakhan. And ain't nothing nobody can do about it. You will never talk me out of loving Minister Farrakhan because I do believe that the Nation of Islam has set a great example for what our community can be. So I hope that satisfies you, man. I hope you don't, I hope we ain't coming up in here with no haterade, man. Like, like Dr. Boyce, you ain't doing that. But let's not do that, bro, because you know I am all Farrakhan all day long. Let's not forget the NOI like they weren't before and after the civil rights black power. 100% true. 100% true. No disrespect, no disagreement at all on that statement because I love the NOI and congratulations to the minister and Savior's Day. All right, so hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Let's move to the next topic really quick. The next topic that I wanted to kind of bring up to you guys has to do with Reddit. <clears throat> Did anybody see that Reddit is actually trying to do an IPO? How many of you saw Reddit uh, in their, their new IPO? Uh, Reddit is a big platform that is uh, basically out here just, you know, they, they've been around for a long time, I think like 20 years or something like that. So they're finally doing this IPO. And it's very, very awkward because Reddit is the kind of company where I don't really see the kind of growth that would inspire the kind of IPO that everyone's sort of talking about with this company, I wouldn't be surprised if this IPO ends up flopping. So if you want to know if I'm going to invest in the Reddit IPO, the answer is absolutely no. And it's not because I hate the company. It's just because I don't understand how they're going to end up making money, uh, you know, how they're going to end up making the money that they need to make in order to uh, file this IPO. So again, I could be wrong. I mean, this, this stock could come out here and just dominate and blow the world away. But Reddit is not a company where I look at it and say, yes, this this is it. This is what I want to do. The other thing that's interesting about Reddit, here's a little factoid that you probably didn't know. Did y'all know that the guy uh, who started or who one of the founders of OpenAI, Sam Altman, who's kind of the face of the company, he's the face of AI right now. Did y'all know that he owns like like a big chunk of Reddit? Like he owns he invested 60 million in Reddit. And I want to say he owns like 30, 40 percent or something like that of the company. He was actually the CEO of Reddit for a short period of time. And so Sam Altman, who everybody should know his name. If you don't know his name, look him up. You're going to find out his name because this little white dude is just dominating the whole AI space right now with chat GPT and all that. Uh, it turns out that this man pay attention now. Pay attention. y'all. This, 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 these are bars I'm about to spit at you right now. This man has investments in probably 120 different companies that are major, major tech startups. This man, he was part of something called the Y Combinator. And I've always wanted to create one of those for the black community. I, I, you know, it takes a lot of money to do it. We haven't been able to raise that much yet. But, but literally, 
where they're producing all these billion-dollar unicorns. So he came through Y Combinator and started investing in all these companies. And him and his, his family, they have exactly what we're training you guys to do in the Black Business School. They have a family investment club, and they have they have hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, invested in all these different companies. So one of the things that I believe you should do as well, that you should consider, is getting together with your little cousin, them, get together with your smart sibling, get together with your parents, get together with the people in your family, and form that family investment club. That's where it's at, man. That is where wealth gets built. So Sam Altman owns a big piece of Reddit, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, in terms of things that might make me want to possibly consider buying a few shares of Reddit uh, in the IPO, it could be Altman's involvement. In fact, I'm literally almost shifting my opinion right in front of you, which is going to make some of you probably think I'm wishy-washy, which is pretty correct because because sometimes I disagree with myself. That's how weird I am. But I'm going to tell you, I might buy a few shares because if Altman is involved and Altman works his magic, and he, Altman brings a little bit of that juice, that AI juice into the Reddit space. Uh, that could lead to the explosive growth this company needs to have. Also, one of the th problems Reddit had was that they had trouble with all these people that are on their platform. How many y'all? How many y'all even use Reddit? Give me a guess if you use Reddit at all. How many? How many use Reddit? Uh, hit the thumbs up button, by the way, as you answer this question. Any yes or no? Do y'all use? Do black people really get on Reddit like that? Because I don't. I don't. I don't use it that much. Um, well, I do know that one stream of revenue they've talked about building is actually from AI. They're actually looking to charge these companies that do AI uh, for, you know, for the cost of using their platform to train these AI models, these large language, large language models, LLMs, I guess that's the acronym people use. And so here I'm reading about the Reddit, um, the Reddit IPO. It says here in Inc. Magazine, social media platform Reddit made public its paperwork for an initial public offering in the United States on Thursday. The founder led company is the seventh most visited website in the world. So they're pretty gigantic. The IPO filing comes almost two decades after Reddit's launch and will be a major test for the platform that still lags the commercial success of contemporaries like Facebook and Twitter. Reddit has not made a profit yet. That's what's interesting. So just be really thoughtful about that, because sometimes people think that if a business doesn't make a profit after four or five years, that it needs to die. And that's not always the case. Reddit still ain't making a profit. That's what's crazy. Reddit was valued at $10 billion in the funding round in 2021. And it's unclear what valuation the company will aim for during the share, share sale in coming weeks. It's expected to seek a sale of nearly 10% of its shares in the IPO. Uh, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs have been tapped to le as lead underwriters, uh, which includes more than a dozen banks. The filing disclosed $90.8 in losses and revenue growth of 21% in 2023. The IPO will come almost two decades after Reddit's launch and will be a major test of the platform. Now, one thing that was interesting is, so this company's losing money. They said they had a net loss of $90.8 for the year ended December 31st, and they logged revenue growth of $804 million, up from $666 million a year earlier. So if this company can find its way to profitability, then that sucker is going to fly. That, that, that sucker is going to pop. So again, I'm not here to tell you one way or the other if you should invest in Reddit, but I am going to say to you, I will go ahead and confess right now to you that I'm going to buy a couple of shares because I don't like to miss out in case it does blow up, in case this thing takes off. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a big fan of Sam Altman in the sense that I think he's a smart dude and the, his involvement in this company makes me more confident that the company is going to be successful. So if you want Dr. Boyce's vote on Reddit, uh, the answer is yes. I went from a no to yes. Isn't that crazy? That tells you how crazy I can be. Anyway, if y'all could do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button. And if you could also allow me to mention this, uh, we are on Spotify and Apple. We're building Black-owned media. Your support, your engagement, your involvement really helps us. Uh, and so if you can go to Spotify or Apple and hit the follow button on the Dr. Boyce breakdown, uh, I would really appreciate that. And, and I promise I'll give you value. 
Also, we I have another podcast on Spotify called How to Make Money Without Working, which uh, is a real thing. It's uh, involves selling stock options, which is how I make my money, a lot of my money. Uh, and so if you'd like to learn more about that, just text the word money to 87948. Text money to 87948. OK, so uh, someone's asking, what are your thoughts on Fannie? Uh, you're talking about Fannie, Fannie Willis uh, down in uh, Atlanta. Now, if you know about Fannie, Fannie is in trouble. Fannie is um, is trying to I think they're trying to hit Fannie with perjury uh, over her little situation with her boyfriend, uh, Nathan Hale. Uh, Nathan Hale is a man that she hired to help her in the prosecution of Donald Trump, which I think was a very bad idea. Uh, if you lo- notice, and actually that's a good segue into Trump. If you notice, Trump kicked ass down in South Carolina. Trump beat the living crap out of Nikki Haley. Trump, I mean, pay attention now. Here's here's two things that fascinated me about Trump's victory down in South Carolina. Number one, that's Nikki Haley's home state. That's Nathan Wade. Thank you, Yvette. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. Nathan Wade, not Nathan Hale. Nathan Wade. Uh, Trump, Nikki Haley's home state is is South Carolina. Donald Trump beat the crap out of Nikki Haley in her home state. That is utterly shocking to me. That is really fascinating to me that he was able to do that. And here's the other fact that that just blew my mind. The other fact that blew my mind. I'm I'm live, babe. You should listen in. Uh, anyway, so the other my wife likes to come and knock on my door when I'm going live, and I told I told she needed my wife doesn't you know my wife doesn't even watch my podcast. How t- that, how disrespectful is that? How disrespectful is that? Anyway, I'm playing. All right, so 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 Trump beat the crap out of Nikki Haley in her home state. And not only did he beat the crap out of her, but he spent one fifteenth of the money that she spent. So think of process this for a minute. Fannie Willis in this prosecution of Trump, in my opinion, has only served to make this man more popular. It's only served. He's it's only it's only served to make him that much more of a behemoth in uh, in the 2024 election. And so so what the Democrats have to be careful about, in my opinion, is that you're using water to put out a grease fire. That's what you're doing. Trump is a grease fire. He's a greasy, he's a greasy slime ball for sure. I don't like the guy, to be honest with you. Even if you vote for him, don't tell, don't act like you really like him. You don't, you don't like him. You just you just probably vote for him because you think he's the best option. But at the end of the day, um, you know, this this thing with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, it's Nathan Wade. Thank you, Catherine. I got it wrong. I apologize. Catherine's mad at me. Um, Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis, it it only serves to make things more confusing. Uh, I did a whole podcast about Fannie Willis. You can look it up. Look up Boyce Watkins and Fannie Willis, and you'll see where I basically said I don't understand why they're putting themselves through so much crap just to do the Democrats' dirty work. The Democratic Party loves to take their political enemies and shape them into racists. They love to find racism where it, where it really isn't there, or they like to they like to frame everything as racist. So to get us all riled up about the January six riots, they like to call them the racist riots of January six. I know a lot of Trump supporters. I know a lot of Republicans, and most of those Republicans are not people that are going to show up at your house with a gun and kill you because you're black. In fact, you can't show me one example of a Trump supporter going out and saying, I'm going to go slaughter 25 Negroes today. To me, that would be a problem. But really, they're just people that have a difference in opinion. And I think that that should be allowed. So I think that anybody who allows um, American politics to shape your thinking too much, I feel bad for you because... Uh, I think that there has to be some balance and some logic in this. But then again, though, people are going to get mad at you for asking people to be logical because most people aren't. Most people are emotional. So I'm going to say this from a strategic standpoint, the prosecution of Trump is a big mistake. It's going to cost you. You made the man more popular. 
and then also uh, I was really fascinated. I did not know that people love Trump that much. Like he literally went down to South Carolina, beat the hell out of Nikki Hale in front of everybody in front in her own damn state and spent one fifteenth of the money that she spent. That's crazy that you spend 15 times more money than this guy and you still can't beat him on your home court. Nikki Haley is going to leave the race pretty soon. She might make it to Super Tuesday. So they, they Apparently, they're burning money trying to do something that they're not going to do. So they're willing to throw money at a bad investment. And uh, <clears throat> But eventually, that money is going to run dry. And eventually, you're going to have Nikki announce that she's going to step out. And maybe she'll make an agreement with Trump that she'll get to be Secretary of State or something like that once he becomes the president, if he makes it that far. I have no idea what the future holds because I think that Trump has become such a problem. I really you know, am concerned that, that, that they might say, well, you know, if we make him disappear, you know, right. And then Biden, that poor guy, he's 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 tinkering on the edge of 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 of, of, of the abyss, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> so uh, I really think that you I wouldn't be surprised if next year's presidential election was completely different from what we envision. Like right now, we're envisioning tr- Trump versus Biden. I wouldn't be surprised if next year we saw something crazy like uh, you know, Nikki Haley versus Michelle Obama or something like that. I just I just don't know how this is going to end because it's getting kind of messy. All right. So anyway, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. I hope you will allow me also to shout out another black business. Uh, this is a this company is I'm loving it travel. And uh, and so this business. I'm going to read this to you. It says, travel lovers, get ready for unbeatable deals with I'mLovingItTravel.com, powered by Vortex by Surge365. Score big on travel savings, unlock exclusive discounts, and support the Black Business School with donations from Surge Wall Street, L.A., don't miss your chance at adventure and savings. Plus, the, the first 100 customers can explore a $60,000 opportunity. Dive into your next journey with I'm loving it travel.com. So if you want to go check out I'm loving it travel.com, there's the URL. Feel free to go stop by the business, say hi, let them know that we sent you and just see what they're all about. And uh, and that's it. All right. So anyway, so let me go ahead and mention uh, one other thing. So I, I you, you guys have some questions in here. Uh, and so generally speaking, I think the three big things that were really on my mind today uh, had to do with this thing with Trump. It had to do with the Reddit IPO. And then and then last but not least, there was a whole issue with Gemini. And uh, overall, generally speaking, if you want to know my whole op- opinion about the stock market right now, I think that there are a lot of great opportunities, but there are deep concerns that maybe the market is a little bit overbought. Uh, also, if the Federal Reserve does not reduce interest rates at the rate it, that it's expected, you could see a dip. In fact, a lot of people are predicting that the market can end strong, but there's going to be a dip sometime this year. When that dip arrives, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to be buying. I'm going to start buying stuff. Stuff. I like to buy stuff when the prices are low. You don't buy stuff when prices are expensive. Uh, let's see here. So I'm looking at some of your questions. Pop your question there. If you could put a short question in there, that way I can get to it quick. Uh, I, I'd love to answer a few of your questions. Uh, let's see. Lastly, what do you think about the way she spoke and acted while on the stand? Big discussion of her not being professional. In some ways, making black women look bad. Oh, man, that that's a tough one, right? Um, you know, because I think with Fannie Willis, it's a complex thing in the sense that you know, um, I think uh, so. There are some of you who say that Fannie Willis made black women look bad. Um, I can hear that. You know, I, I can hear that in the sense that, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's it's kind of this thing that we have in our community where we tend to cheer on the next swing and sister girl attitude. And there are some of us who don't like that. I, I don't personally like that. I don't think that's necessary. Um, I think that all the attitude, I think that that fits into a narrative of the black woman as being this angry, uh, angry, you know, beast, beastly kind of masculine figure. Right. And um, and I, I, I so I don't like that. I don't like anybody who feels like you have to behave that way in order to be a black woman. 
And so when Fannie Willis kind of got contentious, it was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I would have handled it that way. Um, I think that before we get too critical, though, about the way Fannie conducted herself on the stand, I think we have to understand a couple of things. Number one, I believe that woman is under a tremendous amount of pressure. I mean, I would not want to trade places with her and Nathan Wade for anything in the world. I feel like they're under so much heat right now. And my put my position on it is it, I don't think it's worth it. I, I'm like, literally, if that was me and my woman up there and that y'all are giving us that kind of grief just because we decided to get together and do what grownups do. Um, you know what I do? I, uh, I, I would literally go <laughs> if, it, if it was if it was me and my baby up there, I would literally sneak to her house in the middle of the night and say, let's just elope. Let's drop everything. I'm a great lawyer. You're a great lawyer. We'll find a way to pay the bills. Let's just leave it all behind. Let's just go to some country, some third world country and leave and just be gone. Just drop everything. I don't understand why any person would want to put themselves through that much stress over something or just because you want to do the Democratic Party's dirty work. It ain't like black people are really going to benefit by putting Trump in prison. We don't. They just convince you that. They do. They can they convince us that it's going to make some difference in our lives. And it really doesn't. It's not. There's never been a time where a Democrat or Republican got elected and somehow black people uh, were able to overcome all the oppression and the mistreatment and the, you know, the racial abuse and everything else. The only thing that's going to really overcome your condition as a black person in this country is if you get your economics straight. If you keep fucking around on your economics and you don't get your money right and you don't learn how to control that one point six trillion and start doing basic things like educating your children, creating your own jobs and supporting your own businesses. You're always going to be in last place. You're always going to get screwed. You're always going to get used. And that's really what's what's what happens, in my opinion. They use black people for this Democrat Republican nonsense. And that Democrat Republican nonsense is what's going to destroy this country. And what are your problems? I want you to process this in terms of uh, one of the reasons that you don't solve problems in your community, in my opinion, is because we've never been uh, we've never sat down and properly identified the problems. We've never properly identified the problems and then properly identified the solutions that go with those problems. So what's one problem? One problem is that black children are worse educated now than they were before integration. Am I right? Do you agree with that? Do you agree that black children are worse educated? now than they were, say, 20, 30, 40 years ago. How many of y'all would agree with that statement? Give me a yes in the chat. Okay. So um, as your yeses are rolling in, uh, I want to just say, go to the solution then to say, what's the problem? What's really going on? Well, your big problem is that you got these schools that make money. See, there's the word money. My PhD is in money. All I think, I think about money a lot. Uh, so you got people that they, they don't they don't educate your kids because they love them. They don't educate your kids because they just have this. They wake up in the morning in the suburbs and have some desire to be around black children in the hood. They don't educate your kids because they care so much about them. They educate your kids because that's how they get paid. That's how they make bank. They're like the number. The more heads we have, the more heads of cattle we have, because that's how they, they look at our kids like cattle. The more heads of cattle we have on the farm. The more money we make from this farm, except instead of a farm, it's just it's just a school. That's what it is. That's what it is. So ultimately, um, that's your problem. There's no incentive for them to educate your children properly. They can literally have schools. They have schools in Chicago. Do y'all know? How many of y'all know this? They have schools in Chicago, several schools, where they don't have one single child <laughs> in these schools that can read or do math at grade level. Did y'all know that? So I want y'all to ask me this, riddle me this. If that was a business, if that business was it was that bad, like literally where zero success rate, would that business even be in business? Would you keep funding a business with a 0% success rate? Absolutely not. But that's what they do. They keep giving the money. 
because it's like you're not you're getting paid money to be successful. You're getting paid money to shuffle the cattle through the system. Okay, so that's your problem, right? So the problem is that people have an economic incentive to get your child to school every day, but no economic incentive to make sure that they learn. And so the kids get thrown out into society and they can't read, write, can't do math, can't start a business, can't do anything for the black community. They come back and they are a nuisance to you many, in many cases, because they ain't learn how to do nothing. They learn how to twerk and play basketball or maybe tell jokes. They try to become comedians and rappers and, and athletes or whatever, but or, or city girls. But don't nobody come back saying, I know how to be I know how to do what a carpenter does or what a plumber does. Or I know how to start a business. I know how to go get a loan so I can go and buy real estate and we can fix this neighborhood. up. So do you all understand how confused I am? That you don't under, that we're not paying attention to that and we're getting caught up in this Democrat Republican nonsense. Do you understand what I'm saying when I tell you that the solution is very, very simple? The solution is very simple, but you think it's complex because they don't want you to have the actual solution. They want you to think that your solution is voting for Joe Biden or your solution is voting for Donald Trump. And and there's no vote you can place in this election that's going to solve that particular problem. But I've got a solution. You know, you want to hear the Dr. Boyce solution? The Dr. Boyce solution is get your damn kids out of that system as soon as you can. And if you can't get them out of the system, that's fine. I know you got to go to work and you got to send your kids to school. Fine. But when they come home, you educate your child. You spend time with your children. You spend time, you spend time making sure they learn what they need to learn. You put them in a special program where they can actually get a real skill. And and I'm sorry, but going to four years of college, about 70%, I'm a college professor. I've taught at university of Kentucky, Indiana university, Syracuse university, the Ohio state university, 70, 80% of the young people coming out of college have no tangible skill. None of them have the skills to build a community, not one of them. They only have the skill, skills to survive within a system designed by white folks. That's all they have. All they have is the ability to go get a damn job working for Massa, and that's where they're going to be for the rest of their lives. That's all they can do. So you bring them back to the hood. They see all the devastation, you know, uh, you know, crack houses and, and torn down abandoned parking lots and, and <laughs> no businesses. And they're not doing what an entrepreneur would do. See, what entrepreneurs would do is they would see opportunity. They say, oh, look at this abandoned parking lot. Let me go buy this property, get it cleaned up and go put a grocery store over there. Oh, look at this house. That crack. That's a crack house now. But we could tear it down. And I know how to do roofing and construction and electrical. So we're going to get I'm going to get my buddies that can do HVAC and everything. And we're going to go and we're going to rebuild a nice property property there and raise the value of that property, right? That's what, that's what builders do. Builders build. Builders build. And I need you to ask yourself this basic question. Do you think that the people that make money sucking you dry like a vacuum cleaner, do you think that they make money by teaching you how to build things that are going to make you self-sustained? What do you think? And this is a very crazy conversation to have to have because it's so it's so frustrating when I'm looking around and I see all everybody caught up like like into just dumb shit. Like like getting pay more attention to what's on the shade room to which actress got a BBL. There's spending more time thinking about that than you're thinking about your educating your own kids or preparing your own community for the future. I, it's very weird to me. It's like it's like we're sitting there and we're knocking on this door trying to get into somebody else's house. And, and and our own house it has burned down. Our children are starving and we we looking crazy and, and we're just trying to get fit in with white folks. And I, I just think that's the weirdest thing in the world. I don't get it. I don't get it. So 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 you've been brainwashed. You've been suckered. You've been fooled. They got they got they, they just, you know, got you falling for the okie doke. So so if you want to know why I don't care. 
who gets elected. I guess because I don't. I don't. I don't care. So stop calling me a Trump supporter because I'm not a Trump supporter. Stop calling me a Biden supporter. I'm not a Biden supporter. I know the history of these men. I'm 52. I've been watching these guys for 30 years. I remember what Biden did in the 90s. I remember what Trump did in the 80s and the 90s. <clears throat> I know these people. So so somehow when, when when people get up here and they try to act like one guy is the good guy, I just I, don't, I, I just turn it off because that just shows me that you're stupid. That shows me that you're not a thinker. That shows me that, that you literally are living some sort of illusion. I can't participate in an illusion. And I also can't participate in a non-solution that has been framed as a solution. I can't I can't participate in fake shit that's been been marketed as real shit. Ain't nothing real about none of this stuff when it comes to what's going to happen in your family and in your community. You're fixing your family. You fixing your community. You fixing your people. It's going to fall on you, Jack. It's going to be it's your job. It's always it's going to be if you don't do nothing, nothing's going to happen. The cavalry ain't never coming for black people. All right. I'm not going to talk anymore because my wife is waiting for me. Um, Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. As you guys know, I'm doing my best to try to help. On the issue, uh, we have the Black Business School. Uh, it's it's a lot of stuff is free. Not everything's free, but we keep the cost low, and we're the best institution on earth when it comes to Black wealth. We are Black wealth surgeons. We are the best on the planet at this. So uh, I have a stock market investing class. We do this almost every single day. We do financial consciousness training. We do all kinds of stuff. So if you'd like to participate in any of this, just text the word money to 87948. Text money to 87948. I'll send you some stuff. I'll send you a training I have called How to Make Money Without Working. Uh, I'm an expert on stock markets and stock options. I wrote my dissertation on it. So here's the thing. Here's what I want you to understand. Um, wealth is your answer. Family wealth is your answer. Managing your resources, that's your answer. That will solve 80, 90% of the problems that come with being black in America, because your problem is not just that you're black. Your problem, it partly, it is driven partly by the fact that you're black and being black means that people don't like you. We do that every, every Wednesday night in Poweronomics class. We read about how much time they spent learning how to hate black people. So that's very real. Sherry Mitchell, someone just came into the black business school today, did a whole lecture on a, the thousand year history of anti-blackness and broke it all down. So if you want to know if I agree with you that white folks don't like you, the answer is yes. A lot of them don't it's very subconscious it's in the programming it's not it's not something they they deliberately try to do i know a lot of very nice white people uh but but it's something that's in the culture right however uh one of the things that i think you should also understand though is that your problems go deeper than the fact that people don't like you and that people exclude you your problem goes into the fact that you have embraced cultural habits and cultural decision making that is incredibly anti to your your family success. You 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 don't even have the the apparatus in 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 terms of of what's given to you as a child to even discern between good choices and bad choices. And so what's happened is you live in a society that celebrates the absolute worst choices, and then you get the absolute worst outcomes, and then you say it's all because I'm black and it's because of racism. And that's when the Democrats show up and say, just vote for us because we agree with you that America's racist, and the answer to racism is to vote for me. Well, another other white person. And I, I would just say to you that when you look at some of the key issues in terms of what's going on with our families, we look at what's going on with our kids, you look at what's going on with our wealth, you look at what's going on uh, in terms of economic instability, emotional instability, the trauma, all that stuff, all that's driven by various factors and linked back to your economics. So, uh, so if you don't fix it, then it's not going to be fixed. Uh, and I encourage you to do that. And here's the other thing too. The best part about being black to me 
is that you don't have to wait for all the other ignorant Negroes to, to catch up. You don't. You don't have to wait for this mass civil rights movement where every black person is going to in lockstep all advance at the same time. It's not going to happen that way. We're going to advance at different rates. Some people are not going to move at all. Some people are going to go backward. But you as an individual have the individual right and freedom to get with your clique, get with your posse and move forward together. Right. That you start with that family. You start with your friends. You start with your woman. You start with your man. You start, And you say we're going to we break in generational curses. We are going to have healthy relationships. We're going to be healthy people. We're going to invest properly. And you're already doing this. This is the thing. This is a, this is where I get to be more of an optimist. There are millions of you that are doing it. There are millions of you that are getting it done. There are millions of you already out here that are investing for your kids. They're, you're educating yourself. You're, you're working out. You're, you're not eating the toxic food anymore. You're, you're learning how to get along with each other without trying to kick each other's asses. And, 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 the, and, and, the, and you're going to win. You're going to find yourself successful. And what's going what's gonna to be painful about it, though, is you're going to end up having survivor's guilt. Because they're going to be black people who are still sitting in the mud, who are still stuck, who can't move forward as fast as you, who are going to maybe sometimes maybe make you feel guilty because you're doing well and they're not. Your family's together and they're not. You got a man and she don't. How many, How often do you see that where the, the toxic, angry female talks a happy woman out of her good relationship because she wants misery? Misery likes that company or your broke ass friend wants you to be broke, too, because they mad that you went out and got your first million because you hustled when they didn't. Or or the person who is is morbidly obese and sick and dying because they've been eating the wrong food and haven't thought about their physical or mental health. And then you're actually healthy and doing well. And somehow you are led to believe that God cursed them and God blessed you. And that's what it is. And so you don't get any of the credit for all the achievements that you have, and you're going to be led to feel bad. And I'm just telling you, I'm here to tell you not to feel bad. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not even, in fact, I don't even really talk to them, whatever them is. I'm really talking to you. I'm not, I'm not a good, I'm not good at convincing people to do something other than what they already know they need to do. You know what I am? I'm good at motivating people who already know the right thing to do. I'm good at mobilizing those who already understand which direction we're trying to go. I'm good at, I'm good at giving you confidence to stand up to the ignorant sons of bitches that want to make you feel bad because you want to go to the next level. I'm here to tell you seriously, like I told you the airplane, I was talking about the airplane analogy because I went to flight school and everything and I got my pilot's license now. Um, you know, with an airplane, it's very simple, simple physics, right? <clears throat> with an airplane, there are two forces that pull an airplane up and out. It's a uh, lift and thrust. You have to be pushed forward with, with the, the engine, the combustion, and you got to go up, which comes from Bernoulli's law, where the air pressure is lower above the wing than below the wing. So, so between the lift and the thrust, that's what makes your plane go forward. There's two forces that pull the plane backward and down, and that's called a weight and drag. And so generally speaking, if you want your airplane to fly, Here's what you have to do. You have to maximize your lift, maximize your thrust. That means you bust your ass, you work hard, you keep grinding, you keep going, you don't slow down, you keep elevating, you keep pushing, you remain consistent every day, and you go hard, you don't apologize, you don't slow down, you don't get distracted, you stay on mission, you stay on point, you just keep going. That's your lift and that's your thrust. And then when you run into your weight and your drag, I'm talking about the people or the things or the situations that drag you down and pull you back, you got to let that shit go. You got to throw that shit off the airplane out the window and every time you throw something heavy out the window your plane's gonna go a little bit higher it's gonna go a little bit faster you got it so you got to keep on going lift and weight that's what lift and thrust benefits you weight and drag hurt you so get rid of the things that are dragging you down sometimes it's people but here's the hard part here's the really hard part a lot of that weight and drag is you you 
you, I don't know about you, but one of my biggest challenges when I was trying to get my plane off the ground is that the heaviest son of bitch in my plane was me. It was Boyce. It was the slave mentality. So as much as I want to say it's other people, it's them. It's that. Here's the saying that I heard that really hit me to the core. It was that everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change themselves. Everybody's always like, it's, it's her fault, his fault, that person's fault. And that's true. Some of those people might be trifling as hell. But I, then there will be situations where you done cut everybody off and ain't nothing left but you and your plane still ain't taken off off the ground. Well, that's because you got to work on you. You have to fix you. And this is where a lot of people get off of, off the voice bus is because I'm talking about personal accountability. I'm not talking about just scapegoating everyone else around you. Yes, cut people off if you have to. Deal with them in the way that you have to. But here's the thing I figured out, too, that's beautiful, is that if you do the work, if you get rid of your own weight and your own drag internally and you focus on your own lift and your own thrust, where you're focused and you're consistent and you know who you are and you got a plan, you got a goal, you're on mission, you're on point. Here's what I find is that because the engine in your airplane is so strong, you can carry a little bit of weight and it still won't slow the plane down. You understand? So, so my goal wasn't just to unload all the weight. It was to become a stronger engine so that even if I got to carry a little bit of weight, oh, I'm going to carry all you motherfuckers into outer space. Do you understand? Like, I'm literally, I'm literally going to be, if I'm in this space and it's between me and the thing or the person or the energy that's dragging me down, you're not going to drag me down. I'm going to pull you up if I have to, right? So that's the power to me. Once you figure out who you are, what you want, how to get it, and you ain't scared, you will elevate people around you. People will become inspired by you. People will watch you and say, damn, I want to be like that. Or, whoa, here he comes. You better watch out. Oh, he's going to bring it, right? That's what you do. You bring it. You got to get the most out of yourself. So don't just get caught up in what other people are doing. I need you to focus on you. That's the solution. And it's a it's an individual solution. It's person by person, family by family. If you build strong families and you build a strong community, your biggest challenge right now is that 76 percent of your children don't even have a dad. And 76 percent of your children that don't have a dad, at least half of them are convinced that they don't even need a dad. And then you wonder why your black women have a hard time maintaining relationships with men. Well, because 76 percent of those women did not have a dad in the house. Imagine if 76 percent of all men didn't have a mother. What kind of husbands would we be? What kind of fathers could we be? We couldn't be any of that. And the fact that we don't have those hard conversations or we get too busy scapegoating and the men are calling each other simps because they want to raise a family and the women are calling each other pick me's because you want to be nice to a man you're dysfunctional you're crazy you're weird you're mentally ill you need to do the work before you spread your poison to the rest of the world you are infected with a psychological and spiritual std and you are infecting as many people as possible with your crazy ridiculous attitude and the internet is only making it worse get help Go heal. Make yourself better. Stop blaming other people for your situation so you can really take control of this thing. That's what you got to do. If you don't do it, then you're always going to be mad. You're always going to be losing. I'm not a loser. Damn it. I'm not out here trying to lose. Shit, I'm, I'm not. I just don't. I don't. I don't bow to white folks. I don't bow to ignorant black folks. We we as a people, I believe, are meant to win. But to win, you got to have a plan. You got to be committed. You got to be courageous and you got to be smart and you have to be strategic. And we are doing none of those things. 
We are celebrating ignorance. We are celebrating distractions. We are celebrating loser mentality. We are celebrating toxic behavior. We're celebrating all these things that are going to destroy us and keep us exactly where we're at. So you're just as much of a white supremacist as that white guy with the with the Make America Great Again hat that you keep talking about. You're just as much of a white supremacist as him because you're very committed to the exact same system that you claim is oppressing you. That's where the calculus gets difficult. I'm done. I have nothing else to say. Thank you all for listening. Um, Tomorrow morning, financial consciousness training starts at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, If you'd like to participate in that, just go to drboycedaily.com, or you can also text the word morning to 87948. Text morning to 87948, and I'll invite you uh, to join us if you'd like to join us. Uh, And also, if you want to get a copy of my training, How to Make Money Without Working, uh, just text the word money to 87948. Text money to 87948. And I'll also invite you to join our stock market program if you'd like to join. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you all putting up with me. Sometimes I get triggered. That's that's actually my trauma speaking, to be honest with you. And I know I get triggered and I'm still working on it. But I don't know. Maybe that's what maybe that makes you more interesting. I have no idea. But uh, but anyway, God bless you. And I hope you have a good night. And thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. And don't forget, this podcast is on Spotify and Apple. So if you look up my name on Spotify and Apple, you can find me there. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your own. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.